This episode of ACMG Presents Talk Time Live is brought to you in part by Viewfinders Identity Search and Design. Your choice for web design, graphic design, and all multimedia development needs. Visit VFISAD.com and let us bring your vision to reality. Hey there, this is Kyle Abair, the voice of Ryu from Street Fighter V. Rise up. The answer lies in the heart of battle. You're listening to ACMG Presents Talk Time Live. Hadouken! This week, we begin the summer game announcements with thoughts on the latest Sony PlayStation State of Play. All this and more in our edition of ACMG Presents Talk Time Live Extra. Select start. Welcome to the show to give you all the news, views, and opinions in the world of gaming. This is ACMG Presents Talk Time Live Extras. Select start with your host, Xavier Josiah. Power up and game on. Welcome back to yet another game-filled episode of Select Start. I am your host, Xavier Josiah. It is Friday, it is June, and that means we got a lot of announcements to talk about throughout the entire month because this is normally the time of the year where we celebrate all new games and games in general with what was known as E3. Now, I'm not saying that they're completely defunct, but obviously they're canceled this year and in its place is Jeff Keighley's Summer Game Fest, which is kicking off already and we're going to talk about it the our our basically our uh, final stage review will be focused on sony's state of play that just occurred yesterday so we're going to talk all about that in our final stage segment at the end of this program and from that point we're just going to talk about what to expect within the coming days of this month and there's going to be a lot to talk about sony kicked it off like which is way different than what we would expect from you know if they were doing e3 they're usually like one of the last showcases to be presented after everybody did their thing especially xbox for god's sake no this time they're working alongside the the, uh summer game fest and they kicked it off this time around um so this is gonna be very interesting we got some news to talk about and uh you know before we even get to that point there were some things that were revealed this week that i want to discuss and this is i i love this time of the year i'm glad you know say what you will I, it's it's uh i hope like i said i talked about this before last time on our last episode i hope e3 comes back i hope e3 is able to come back strong i hope other companies are willing to work with e3 in the same fashion um but at least jeff Kelly is doing what he's doing right now and it looks like we're seeing a transition here because a slow transition because he's been doing this this is like maybe like the third because um the third year he's been doing this i believe i could be wrong on that but he is really kicking it off like the game awards was his baby is still his baby and he's managed to make that so like this is crazy man this guy if i'm correct he started on e3 like he started in g4 on an on attack of the show or in some other places and didn't you know he came out with his own website called game trailers where they you know premiere all these game trailers and all this stuff and from that point 
he did the game awards this is his biggest accomplishment yet this guy is amazing i give him credit for what he's done for the gaming industry um because it's, it's it's not a natural road to take and he used his ability and his platform to keep prolonging the celebration of video games in in, in the coolest way and uh the game awards say what you will man like the game awards is the biggest now it is now like the biggest event of the year and you know kudos to him for every year making it bigger and bigger like i every year i get so amazed at the amount of celebrities that are taking part of this and people that are involved with this that the uh, performances that they get like these are high level performances this is a high level production that he constantly gets every year for this event and now he's looking to do the same thing he's becoming the ryan seacrest of video games i mean there's no other way of putting it jeff Keighley is in fact the ryan seacrest of video games right now like he could go on and say Keighley out <laughs> in this case every time he like ends ends the entire you know show but nonetheless we got some really great you know games out right now that are being announced and you know games that we've been anticipating some more you know footage of things that we've been talking about so here's the setup as they have it planned uh it was announced on uh facebook and other uh social media outlets the times and dates of when things are going to happen so yesterday today is the as as i am recording this it is uh june 3rd friday and yesterday started it and kicked it off with sony state of play so or playstation state of play uh which we will talk about that again as i mentioned uh to, on the 9th which is uh next week i believe that's next friday i should know because no next thursday because demon slayer is coming out for the nintendo switch and i am looking forward to playing that game again but on handheld this time and then uh or is it Mario? No, I think Mario uh, Strikers is out on the 9th. So either way, there are two games that are coming out that I'm looking forward to next week um, that we will be eventually reviewing and playing uh, very soon. So either way, that is out. And uh, the Summer Game Fest plus Day of the Devs is going to be a thing. I don't know what that is exactly. They, had, they didn't really describe it you know we might have to go into summer summergamefest.com for further details on that june 10th will be netflix geek week and that's going to be interesting because it could be game related it can't it can be not like netflix you know the geek netflix geek is their platform for all fan all like fan base content like anime you know uh comic book related stuff it could be like um uh, like the boys which by the way is out today i uh, just want to you know put that out there and we're going to talk about more on that on on uh our prime show but they focus on that uh we got also arcane and video game related shows that will be premiering on netflix so it looks like because this is the summer game fest that they probably have some things that they're going to release that is game related uh i know cuphead will be doing their second season or second season or second half as well on air arcane we're probably going to get another season of that we we better get another season that that show was awesome uh like i don't know i i, I can't get into the to the world of warcraft games or whatever like that but that that series is dope this thing that goes with cuphead too i can't i can't my sanity can't play cuphead i own cuphead but i i just can't find myself playing that game without wanting to throw something 
because I will I will I, I just can't. It's not it's not for my sanity. <laughs> my sanity level is really kind of low for that type of game. And my serenity level needs to be high. So that uh, may be premiered and some other things may be premiered. Like there's going to be a whole showcase. So I'm, I am actually looking forward to that. June 12th is Xbox and Bethesda showcase. This is going to be interesting because the Bethesda aspect of it now, they own Bethesda. So we're going to see what they're going to be up to with that as well. And uh, like I said, for more information on what's going to be provided, you could go to summergamefest.com and uh, check out what's going to be uh, coming up next. Now, if you notice, I didn't mention one company that is uh, missing from this, which is normally around during E3, and that is Nintendo. Um, Nintendo also usually premieres their Nintendo showcase known as the Treehouse and all that such uh, at E3. They usually, you know, provide a video showcase like they do with Nintendo Direct and provide us with a bunch of huge announcements of games that are going to be coming out. And then followed by their door, they usually do a treehouse after that. So my thing is that they didn't participate in the game fest for whatever reason. I don't know. Uh, I bet you if Resi fils was actually a part of this, he probably would have actually included out uh, game fest. You know, him, it's known that him and Jeff, uh, him and Jeff Keighley are really, really tight with each other. If you read the book that Reggie fils did, uh, the audible version, at least, uh, Jeff Keighley actually interviews him at the end of the book, which is a really good interview. I highly recommend getting the audible and just listening to that as well. And it's just interesting that Nintendo is not a part of this for two reasons. One, one, they probably just decide they want to do their own thing. And then on top of that, there's also still the little bit of controversy that's been going on lately with Nintendo of America. Um, not to be confused with Nintendo of Japan because that's the main office, but there's some situations that is going into it. And you know, if you if you've been on YouTube, you notice that like there's now former employees of Nintendo of America that are now going into their own thing and explaining why they left the company and all the stuff and continuing to add on to what's been going on with the company and the disdain look i get it i totally get it and you know not to go off too off track on this but i just went to visit a friend a or former colleague at my old job um that i spent 10 years on and that job put me through so much very similar situations that nintendo of america that, you know, employees of Nintendo of America have claimed to have experienced, you know, the lack of opportunities, the more work, the no pay or not no extra pay or whatever like that. The the inability to achieve upward mobility, if you will, you know, stuff like that. You know, I've been through that. It is taxing. It is toxic. It is, you know, it could be a drainer and it could be deadly after a while so i mean the fact that i even spent 10 years on that i wasted my entire 30s on that i get it i totally get it so i don't know what they're going to do right now and it could be just handled by nintendo of japan you know the main headquarters or whatnot and they can you know Sagiro miyamoto and i don't know what doug bowser is going to be doing at this point and it, he it's going to be interesting because doug bowser is the new you know, guy who took over for Reggie fils So this is under his realm now. This has never been a situation according to Reggie fils and according to what he said in his book. Like none of this is, 
this it just doesn't feel like any of this has happened up until recent you know and, and they said after you know uh iwata son passed away that's when things started really changing and that's why you know reggie all of a sudden resigned from it too so maybe he he felt something was going on we don't know but nonetheless um i it just looks like they're going to be doing their own thing hopefully we'll get some answers because you know there's breath of the wild as well we want to see more footage of breath of the wild 2 we want to hear some other announcements bayonetta 3 when is that being released finally and when is that coming out uh and so many other things as well we got sonic frontier which we'll be talking about in, in the next uh just right in a few minutes um but we got a lot of things that we have to cover and, and in terms of Nintendo and all these releases that are coming out and things that we want to know in regards to this. So I am very much looking forward to it because I know, you know, for what it's worth, regardless, Nintendo always seems to put out some major news and some major release dates and some major surprises, some releases that happen day of the announcements, stuff like that. So I am so excited for that. And uh, we'll see. We will see. But. I mentioned Sonic the Hedgehog and Sonic has been getting some good praise. You know, Sonic 2 is out now on digital and practically everywhere right now. Everybody's enjoying it and rewatching it. I just read um, the editorial on a recent Game Informer magazine as they were talking, as he was uh, talking about, you know, the success of Sonic 2 and how really well they did a really great job and made you want to play Sonic games again. And I couldn't agree with them more. After watching Sonic 2 the second time, I actually got the digital version. I forgot. I got to watch the behind the scenes stuff and everything that goes on there. Um, I really wanted to play Sonic games again. So I went back and played Sonic Colors. And I haven't played that in a while because the last time I reviewed it, it was some glitches and bugs in that thing. And when I saw that blind squirrel was on it, I was like, oh, well, I'm not surprised here. But I will give credit where credit is due. I went back and played it. Looks like they fixed everything that needed to be fixed about that game. The game was playable. I was able to complete the game all the way through. There was the reason why I stopped playing it because I was stuck in a there was a certain level that I was stuck on and I couldn't get myself out of. And I was like, what is going on here? It, was, it felt like the EOAT glitch from back in the day, but I played it through all the way through and with no problems and beat the game and all this stuff. So kudos to them. Uh, now I see, understand why people like Sonic Color so much and why it was so fun back then and why is it actually is fun now that it's fixed. So I played that, uh, you know, even with the Sonic Forces because I just felt like I wanted to play a Sonic game again. And then we get finally our first look at a damn Sonic game, the Sonic Frontiers game that is looking really freaking great. I mean, absolutely great here. Um, we not only get to see, you know, Sonic as CGI, but we get to see the footage uh, of the first gameplay footage here from Sonic the Hedgehog. It is literally like seven minutes long. IGN uh, plays through, so we get to see the first, you know, cutscene from it. And then it goes right into the actual open world aspect and it looks stunning i can't believe how awesome this looked like i I'm, I'm a big fan of sonic adventures uh more so honestly i actually 
prefer Sonic Adventures 1 as opposed to Sonic Adventures 2. Like Sonic Adventures 2 was great because it introduced uh, Shadow and all the stuff, but the open world aspect or what we consider open world at the time or exploration, if you will, of Sonic Adventures was so great, but this open world look is just phenomenal. And you know, they're, I, I don't want to compare this to Breath of the Wild. I can't, I really don't because one, it doesn't look like Breath of the Wild, Bro, made Breath of the Wild so great, was not only just the idea that it's open world, but just the art style that made it so good. And other games have taken from it. This is just a awesome open world experience. You got Sonic going around everywhere. He, it just looked like he's going to countless areas. Um, there doesn't seem to be any loading, if you will, in here as far as we know. Um, but even if it is to an extent, this is a lot of, a lot of environmental areas and regions to go around here. I really love this. They got them, you know, being able to climb up walls or, or run up walls and everything because he is Sonic and all that stuff. So it makes sense. I'm glad that they didn't put in st uh, stamina meter on him and, and limited him with that because that uh, to me would, it would really take away from the idea of what sonic can do and what his abilities can do there's also you know he's going in you know really high rise areas and such i i think this is just absolutely stunning and just steve it just looks so beautiful the landscape and you're just looking you're like really high above you know the clouds or whatever like that and then you could just go right down and slide on railings like which you know there are elements of the I love it because it's open world, but there's still elements of the original games that made us love the game, you know, the other games so much. Um, but the platforms and everything is just great. And, you know, it, it looks like it literally is just designed for him. This could be the Mar like the Mario Odyssey of Sonic games right now. And, and that's what this is looking to be. Um, my thing is I'm looking to want to get this for the Nintendo Switch because I'm always intrigued. Like I can, getting it from for the PlayStation 5 is such an easy thing to do because you know nine and a half chances out of ten that these games are gonna really do well on a new gen platform. A powerful let me rephrase that a powerful new gen platform such as the Nintendo uh, like such as the uh, PlayStation 5 with all its you know uh resolution and capabilities and 4K capabilities and whatnot. But a game to me is even successful if you're promising to play it on all platforms, including a Nintendo Switch, which is a pretty damn great system, but still has its limitations in comparison to the other games. But with that said, I have seen games that shouldn't look and feel the way it does on a Nintendo Switch. And I know there are game developers who were able to, you know, do the smoke and mirrors effect or obviously you know accomplish making what they are able to do and we saw this like even nintendo made a great example of how you can achieve open world ex uh, exploration and in, in, in a nintendo game we saw this in you know zelda breath of the wild we saw this in games like um you know game freak did it with recently with pokemon arceus We've seen this happen. You can do this. They can easily do this. So far be it for me to not believe that Sega of all people cannot make this happen. Like 
we forget Sega was the one of the biggest competitions for Nintendo for years. Like, I don't see why people would doubt, you know, Sega for not being able to accomplish this. Um, we've played games that we thought shouldn't be able to be played on the Nintendo Switch before. So I actually, it, it's, it's funny because I actually, there was somebody in our ACMG Facebook group that was doubting the idea that Sonic Frontier can be played in this, uh, in, in the Nintendo Switch. I, I have more, I have way more expectations. Like, th like this, this dude was so cynical about the idea that this thing can play exactly the way it plays or even look the same. If look, would he, there's some aspects that people never look at when you look at these games, for instance, how I know always when a game is going to be heading to the Nintendo Switch is based on the memory capacity of the game. If they were able to make a really awesome looking game like they did and, and give it um, and, and make it only less than 20 gigs of memory space and they were able to do what they did. Sorry, this will end up being on the and it's, and it's on like the Xbox or the or the. Um, PlayStation four or five guaranteed it's coming to the switch because the switch can handle any games, especially if they are like less than 10 gigs of memory or even 20 and I, the highest gigs I have that I think the highest gig game I have on a Nintendo switch, maybe 30 or 40 gigs big. And I have a, I have a four terabyte card in my, in my um, system right now. I mean, actually, is it a four, uh, is it a four gig? Oh, no, I think it's just a terabyte. I'm sorry. I think the four terabyte is for my PlayStation five, but I have a terabyte uh, SD card in my um, in my OL, uh, OLED. And, you know, I think the highest literally is 50. And I think which at the time, I think the highest gig space game, the highest capacity of game that I had may have been WWE 2K18, which was like, I think 50 and it was still crap. <laughs> but nonetheless, man, uh, I think they could more than handle it. I, I love what they did with Sonic. I love the fact that he's gonna be doing a lot of new things in here, a lot of puzzle solving that he's gonna be doing in here. A lot of what you saw from Mario Odyssey or Breath of the Wild is being implemented into this game for a whole new type of experience. I've been waiting and fans have been waiting for they're waiting to have this Sonic adventure like experience since the days of the Dreamcast. And it looks like we're finally going to get it and get it in a very big way. So I am looking forward to that. Last bit of news I want to talk about for this segment is EA Sports. You know, not the biggest fan of EA, but I will give them credit where credit is due. They've been around for years and for one of the biggest reasons is John Madden. And, you know, what we know is John Madden, you know, passed away. Um, and you know, the late great John Madden himself, I'm not a football fan by any stretch. I'm not an NFL dude by any stretch, but John Madden is just, he's bigger than NFL. Let's just say it because anytime you can make crossover fame and you don't, you know, you don't know about the NFL, you don't know about football, but you know, the name of John Madden, you know, certain people within the industry that just spans out. That's saying a lot. And John, I, I really argue, is there a bigger name than John Madden when it comes to football? When you think football, 
who is they were bigger names than John Madden right now. Not only did he, and we talked about this before when uh, he passed away recently, but not only did he make success as one of the greatest coaches of all time, but he furthered his legacy by working with electronic arts and doing EA Sports and creating this game called Madden. <laughs> and that that started in the 90s and it's still going on even after his passing what a legacy because that game just got bigger and bigger every year and it expanded into so many different things and it's part of the it was part of the rise of esports in general you know i i talked about a lot of times when g4 the original g4 was around how we used to hear about the madden challenge the madden challenge was an event where like a tournament where you know people actually compete for cash prize you know for beating you know the spread of uh of the madden games and it became bigger and it, like it became football fans will recognize this because this is a big thing every year especially here in philadelphia wing bowl which was an event that happens every weekend of the super bowl used to at least pre-COVID, uh, unfortunately has not yet. I don't know if it's coming back. I don't know, but this was like one of the biggest events, uh, for Philadelphia every year, because, you know, it, it involved wings, it involved women, it involved the craziest things that is going on, uh, and, and involved football as well. But every year it got bigger and bigger and bigger. And it started, it actually started in the Marriott in a hotel suite and it just got bigger and because more people wanted to be a part of it they ended up going to the wells fargo center with this thing and it just it expanded they made so much money from this every year um but john madden and the madden games did the exact same thing and it just got bigger and bigger the madden challenge just not only got bigger uh more people were coming they had to expand the purse the winner's purse got bigger and the one of my favorite things about it is that people guys i would just say guys would actually call out sick or schedule vacations just for this event i used to love when people get interviewed and they rather didn't want to be seen on tv or they would admit that they lied to their boss about you know them being sick so they could come check out this thing or even compete in this competition for and i think the last purse that i saw it go for was like two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. that was the last time i ever and that could have been years ago i'm sure if this is still going on it has gotten way bigger than it's ever had at this point like inflation and all so uh which so the reason why i'm bringing this up is because ea sports is looking to honor the late great john madden by finally putting him on the cover of the latest Madden game entitled Madden 23. Um, the cover has Madden in his youth, be like the younger uh, John Madden with the words all Madden edition, indicating that it will uh, we will it will be focused on the legacy and le of the legendary coach. Now, it has been known throughout the span of the game's history that John Madden never wanted to be on the cover of the game he wanted the he wanted to celebrate the one of the mvps of the year to be put on the game every year so a, a new hot name uh, you know a new player athlete would you know football athlete would go on to the cover now at the same time this also brought on the infamous madden curse that Every year, whoever gets on the cover of Madden ends up, 
you know, getting injured somehow in the game. The very person who gets on the cover ends up winds up being injured. It held true for quite a while. I don't know if it became a mental stigma in the head of, you know, people in the industry or whatever like that, but it, it did happen. You know, it was it was hilarious in a, in a way that that has happened. But now he is gone and it's like even he can't argue this. I mean, well, he literally can't argue this now, but he, you got to honor this dude. You got you know, this this game is going to go on forever, but you got to like I am so appreciative of this and I'm not again, I'm not an EA fan, but out of respect to John Madden, I feel like I even want to buy this game, this version of the game like I, I I've purchased games before out of respect. That's how big of a gamer I am. I don't necessarily intend on playing certain games, but I would play a game out of total respect. Out of like, I used to buy Gran Turismo games a lot because I was so at awe of how beautiful these games looked on a PlayStation at the time. Like you can have all these other cool games in the world, but then Gran Turismo comes out and somehow they make everything the environment and everything looks so real even on a playstation 2 even though and then every year when a new gran turismo comes out it looks even better than the last one even more realistic photorealistic than before the asphalt the cars the chrome this like before ray tracing was a thing like these guys were able to make these cars look so real and the streets so real and the asphalt and the and the, even the the glare in the humidity and in the, in the vapors of humidity like every year it would absolutely look so in incredibly real so um this is one of those games that i feel like you know i probably maybe i'll play it but i just i want to see what legacy mode that they will have in honor of this guy i'm just i'm really intrigued with this the 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 mad you could say you know john madden and in, in the madden series and with that ea sports came out with played a huge and i mean absolutely huge deal for the video game industry it, it really like the same way now that these new games that are involving hollywood production and how you know talent from hollywood like really oscar winning talent of hollywood has helped prolong the and expand the popularity of video games anymore you know, you know, sports here, you say what you will about EA, but EA sports really did their thing with Madden. You can say whatever you do about anything else about EA, but when it comes to the Madden series, they don't go wrong here. No matter how many different versions, whatever with 2K has come out with, whatever with other companies have tried to, you know, compete with, they have not been able to, you know, take Madden down, nor you should at this point just stop if you make a football game make it something like you know captain subasa where it's just like over the top whatever like that but you're never going to compete with madden that is for sure so um they there's no real release date on when this is coming out at the moment i haven't heard any other details of this but you know expect it to come this is awesome i think this is a great tribute to him and his legacy and what he's done i you know i was telling you this i will miss seeing that bus that he used to travel in john madden he was one of the first celebrities to really travel in a uh in a tour bus and in a lavish tour bus that look like if you watch the tv show uh or not the tv show the uh series hacks on hbo max you absolutely need to check out the bus that um the main character had on the show it 
Madden used to roll in a bus just like that with that looks like a serious place that you could like just live in and he would never ride uh airplanes he would always travel on bus from from coast to coast just to get to the next uh monday night football game that he uh series that he's commentating on just it's just fantastic man but you know get ready this is coming out football fans and uh i'm sure they're gonna really do this all out for him so folks that will do it for this uh portion of the show we're going to take a break come back and in our final stage we're going to run down all that was announced at sony's playstation state of play and we'll do that right after this ladies and gentlemen this is dax xavier josiah the host of acmg presents talk time live the podcast you want to catch up with all of our podcast shows and hear from some of the hottest names in all of anime comics movies and games such as this is miley Flanagan, the voice of naruto this is stephanie shea the voice of sailor moon this is ruben langdon voice of ken masters and dante from devil may cry hey there this is kyle abear the voice of ryu from street fighter 5 this is chris battle character designer of teen titans go here's your chance to check out all of that and more on talk time live.com TalkTomLive.com provides all of our ACMG content with new and previous episodes, exclusive interviews, articles, and much more. Visit TalkTomLive.com and let us help you learn to let go, live life, and love all things ACMG. Hi guys, this is Ruben Langdon. You're listening to ACMG Presents Talk Time Live. Show you can! reached the final stage of this program and i'm here to run down all of the announcements made at sony's playstation state of play this is usually one of the showcases that never usually live up at times but you know every once in a while they get a hit but it's been mostly hit or miss when it comes to sony's state of play they don't provide the same impact that nintendo's you know nintendo direct showcases do or the treehouse showcases or whatever do every year but i will tell you they kicked it off this year really well and i think they really came up strong so far in their showing of games that will be announced especially exclusive games that will be coming i think they're exclusive that is coming to playstation as well so let's run it down uh we already we actually did we speak about that yeah no we did not because i'm saving it for this because it was announced here so yeah so let's start here so we're gonna start with final fantasy 16 uh which will officially be released in the summer of 2023 there has been no release date for this uh it was just announced on air that they will be coming and i kind of figured that this was going to be a 2023 release now there's the scary part about the release dates and why this kind of always takes away from what sony does because they don't necessarily do exact release dates 
announcements they usually have games announced that they're coming within a year of that of a year span but they don't give release dates and when it comes to square enix they have a history of doing two things one coming out with phenomenal video games extra like when it's when it's like their actual first party games they're absolutely the best out on the market the other thing that they're used to doing is prolonging the development of the game so if they feel like they can do more for that game they're going to stretch it out they're not I, but I, in, this, in a lot of ways you got to respect that because they're not adhering to stockholders or being forced or or pushed or bullied into doing things like that and i respect that now granted sometimes some of these games can take at least a decade to come out um we're talking final fantasy 15 we're talking kingdom hearts 3 for goodness sake Cake, to me final fantasy 15 lived up uh kingdom hearts was okay when it finally came out but i think when it comes to kingdom hearts 3 i think the i i think with me i got fatigued with hearing announcements so when it finally came out i was less than excited i don't want them to do this this time with the new kingdom hearts is coming out i'm glad that they announced that it's coming out and i love the way it looks but do not show anything else until you absolutely sure that you know when this game is coming out i am okay with this like i just hated the idea that every year at e3 they would keep coming out and saying this is coming out this is coming out this is coming out this is what we did so far this is coming out you could go back on e3 archives in, in in sony presentations and see that every year there was a different showing of kingdom hearts but no announcement for yet it was like at least three to four times so by the time this thing came out it was like nobody was everybody was less excited and i and i literally will say everybody i i yeah i know there's some hardcore fans but it, but even they gotta admit that they were fatigued at the idea and to me from my experience it slight it, it it was less than impressive than to, to be honest but final fantasy 16 this game looks awesome it looks everything what you expect it to be um i love what i'm seeing i, I love that it kind of looks like there's some it, there were two health gauges on one side of the thing to a point where it looked like there was some fighting game elements in the in the situation here so i am looking forward to seeing what they're doing because it's definitely going to be action rpg um they also showed that you know the summoner the summoning uh your favorite summons from there from um elkins and final fantasy 16 uh you saw phoenix titan uh garuda romuf shiva uh odin behemoth and ifrit was on here as well so i really am looking forward to this game coming out and uh it's just awesome the protagonist of this is a uh character named clive uh rosefeld and uh this is he looks like he's gonna be a force to be reckoned with i love the character design and look of it i i've always loved final fantasy's character design and look but it looks like it's coming straight to the PS5. There has been no announcements of whether it will be cross-platform or it will be in multiple platforms. We know it's not going to be a Nintendo Switch. There's no way in hell. Uh, unless they do the cloud feature, which I hope they don't. I'd rather they not. Even, even if they do that, even for Final Fantasy VII Remake, I'd rather them not uh, do that. Which, by the way, was not mentioned in this showcase at all. 
So we are still waiting for the announcement of the second Final Fantasy, uh, uh, second part of Final Fantasy VII remake right now. So that was announced. Uh, also announced was a remake for Resident Evil 4 that was announced. This looks like a totally from the ground up type of remake. I don't know what exactly to what extent is, is this going to be remade, but we saw Leon on here and uh, looks like there, you know, it's a reimagining of the story that is coming into this. And uh, I got to say, I'm in I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued. I've only be I've played Final uh, let's say Resident Evil 6, but I have yet to really get involved. I just wanted to play just to say I beat a Resident Evil game and I did and I don't have to invest in this game in, in, in the series anymore. I just wanted to like it doesn't matter what Resident Evil game I played. I played it. It was good, but I'm not a big fan of these horror games or these horror survival games like this but i got one in the books resident evil 4 looks great it depends like if they if this is a reimagining and they're doing it for the ground up and there's going to be some new type of you know um gameplay you know uh control scheme aspects and, and gameplay features that they're doing because this one was like a kind of a third person shooter type of situation if i remember correctly so they change it up and make it like a platformer type of thing give leon some new type of things to go in make it sort of like more devil may cry-ish if you will i might be down a, a rock with it. it just depends on how they they didn't really show too much in terms of uh gameplay and all this stuff but it is happening is coming the release date will be march 24th 2023 so they got a capcom has got a release date for that date which means everything is going as planned right now so that's good resident evil Village is also getting a VR treatment as well. They did provide a lot of VR announcements here. So, you know, kudos to them, but I'm not yet, I am not yet convinced of, you know, there's of, of Sony support of VR because fool me once, shame on you, fool me twice, shame on me. That fool me once was the PlayStation Portable. That fool me twice was the PlayStation Vita. And you had two third party, you know, consoles that you were working on or, you know, side consoles projects that you were working on that you didn't really support despite the great library that it had. How am I supposed to believe that they're going to do the same thing with the VR, with the PSVR? I'm not convinced. So yeah, they're displaying things right now, but give it, a, I, I say give it another five, maybe three to five years, see how that's going to play out because they really don't have a, I don't understand. This is so Sony's weak point, and it's not from a lack of trying. It's actually from a lack of not trying. It basically they don't promote their product as much as they normally do with the main consoles. You never see these commercials with these VRs or anything, or when a v Vita came out or when a PSP came out. You never see them support and promote their product like Nintendo does. Nintendo, when ever, even dating back to the original Game Boy, they always advertise, they promote it heavily, heavily, their portable handheld consoles all the time. And that's why their longevity stayed. This is even before Reggie Fils maybe, you know, ran the company. They've always had this mentality to, su to su strongly support their games. And that's exactly what they did. Then we watched Sony try to do the same thing and they had this even Reggie in his book admitted how great the Nintendo, I mean, the PlayStation Vita 
was and a PSP was and how they had to strongly promote their their handheld. And they did that. It just it boggles me. So me seeing this, <laughs> I'm not convinced, but Resident Evil Village will soon allow uh, people to play on a VR uh, soon. So stay tuned for that. I think for me, as far as announcements, the one that I was hoping for, I got and is here. Street Fighter Six. We got first. We got our first gameplay trailer showing here, and I'm going to go and just run down everything that has happened in this damn uh, trailer because I was very excited. It's like a three-minute trailer that they showed, and I was very excited. And here's the thing: I thought at first because they showed the city landscapes and everything, I didn't know what to expect here. I thought this was a cutscene. This is not a cutscene. This is in fact a city that you're going to be able to explore in the game. I cannot be more excited about this. And there's so much awesome, like awesome things to look into in here. They got this cutscene with Luke in here. Luke with his new look. He looks like Luke looks like Hook from AEW right now. He got the same bedhead hairstyle and all this stuff. So this looks pretty awesome. I swear to God, like Hook can literally play cosplay as his character when it comes out. I swear to goodness, if he doesn't do it, it'll be a big fail. So they got this new feature that looks like here. They didn't explain much. It's just a teaser trailer, but it's called World Tour. And it looks like there's going to be a bunch of cutscenes in here and some familiar characters from Final Fight, Mad Gear, like the first boss character that you got in Final Fight is has been shown in this mode. There's also there's also a uh, there's a scene, there's a little scene in here where you got this looks like you're playing this avatar of a character. I talked about this with uh, one of our ACMG members, Elijah McKinnon. Shout out to him. And, you know, he's a huge Street Fighter fan. Like to this day, he's still he's one of those guys that is keeping Street Fighter five alive. He is still playing Street Fighter V, despite that there are so many other fighting games right now. He is so, he is keeping that culture alive. But you were looking at this world tour mode. Uh, it looks like there's gonna be cutscenes in here. Um, you're gonna be able to walk around with this character who's who's wearing a hoodie, uh, some MMA gloves, some martial arts gloves or whatever, but he's able to explore the neighborhood. He's able to climb up ladders on, on the rooftops of things. Um, you're going to be able to use certain fighting game moves as such, and you're just going to be able to walk around to different areas and, you know, meet up with other people. Now, I don't, I'm hoping that this is both a offline and online feature. I got a feeling world tour is probably going to be some form of online multiplayer feature. It's going to break my heart. Cause I want, I want you to be able to do both. you like, I, I need Capcom to recognize that everybody wants to play online not everybody has a, a good time playing online you know and i feel like this is going to be one of those things that is going to be an online feature so i don't know i don't i don't really don't know i don't know what was to deal with this but it's obviously probably going to be a, a mmo type of you know it, it's got to be a multimedia online type of feature i just hope that it's going to be offline as well i hope there's going to be some offline aspects to this but you know probably not but i'm looking forward to it and there's something else that also is shown we got to see chun lee 
and Ryu in here, like a much more mature, I should say, Chun Li. They're a little bit older. In the, I love it because uh, Ryu, they decided to keep the full beard that everybody loved on uh, on a, on their last one. Uh, there's uh, two new characters that they are showing in here as well, along with Luke. So somebody joked around and said there was four characters. Uh, obviously, this person didn't look thoroughly at the trailer. There was absolutely more than four characters shown here. So you got a new, you got Luke from part five. You got Ryu and Chun-Li showing it here. There's also a segment in the trailer that says versus. And anybody who's Capcom fighting game fans knows that versus mean that there may be some tag features in this thing. So it looks like that we're getting a tag feature in here because they got Chun-Li and Ryu teaming up against Luke and this brand new character, who's named Jamie, who's kind of looks like a Shaolin, you know, uh, practitioner, if you will. So uh, they didn't show any, like, they didn't really show, it says versus, but they didn't really show them doing attack features, but they go right into the fighting game, the fighting aspect of it, and it looks awesome. Uh, it looks like the amount of things that you're gonna be able to do in here is just great. The look of the game looks phenomenal. The, the backgrounds of the stages and everything looks great. The super moves looks awesome. This new uh, Jamie character looks like he's gonna be no joke. Uh, Ryu looks seasoned. Re I love Ryu's new outfit because it's like it's, it's his normal gi that he's wearing, but he also has uh, like a little drapery around it, almost like sort of like a Dowsum like drapery or a Shaolin like drapery. So this is going to play into part of his storyline, I'm pretty sure, uh, as to what he's been doing since we last saw him. So he's not even wearing a gi anymore. He's just wearing uh, like this cloth, which is kind of similar to what Dowsum normally wears. So that's going to be interesting. The new character, Jamie, looks like he's going to be a big threat. And they also show these different things, Battle Hub and all the stuff. But even more, we get a new logo from one of the biggest uh, complaints about the last teaser that we saw was that we actually uh, it, we ended up with this. We ended up with this. Um, logo that everybody was clowning because it was the same logo that was seen on uh like from a clip art from adobe uh like from an adobe creative cloud or something like that that was being shown so this new one i love this new one it they redeemed themselves because they did something really clever with this one of which was it they made it look like a six but if you turn it if you uh if you turn it turn the rotation of it it's also six in Roman numerals as well. So very cleverly done. Uh, the Street Fighter name is under a different font, which is much better. Uh, I, I like this much better. I like this, you know, much better. It's still, I think it still does what I think they wanted to do, but also looks appealing to the eye of my, you know, to myself as a designer. So I, I really dig what they did with this concept. I like the new logo, did a great job. I knew it wasn't going to take them long to troubleshoot that and correct that um so looks like we're getting a hell of a lot coming in here a whole reimagining coming into this whole thing so i'm looking forward to this i hope this works out i i i know they're going to do a story mode in here so it is look and here's the even bigger news the much bigger news here street fighter is no longer exclusive 
It is now coming out for the PlayStation 5, PlayStation 4, and Xbox Series XS, as well as Steam. So everybody is going to be able to play this game and maybe even cross-platform as well with this new world tour thing. And I think that's the idea of what this world tour is going to be doing. So this is going to be interesting. I'm eagerly waiting for the betas. I want to see the betas. Uh, I think this is about the time I got a video card. I think now is the time for me to really use this video card for real. So we will see. I'm looking very much forward to this and uh, I'm happy. I am extremely happy that Street Fighter is now coming back to my life. If you guys saw or heard the interview or the uh, talk to online exclusive I had with Boris uh, Roberto Aguilar of Sunday night's main event wrestling radio show. We're big Street Fighter fans and I texted him and I'm like, please tell me you saw this trailer. He's like, he's very excited as well. Speaking of excitement, side note, before we move on to other, you know, uh, news that happened to state of play. Speaking of Street Fighter, I just got a really awesome item courtesy of AEW, Pro Wrestling Tees, if you will. Uh, the limited edition Street Fighter collection t-shirts uh, they have been providing Got the recent one with Malakai Black and uh, Akuma, aka Goki, on here, and I couldn't resist. I, you know, had to get this. I had to get this to my house in my hands. So thank you AEW for that and all this jazz, because this is one of my favorites of all the collection. I didn't get a chance to get the um, who was it? It was the first one I think was the or the one I really wanted was. Ken Ryu and Akuma versus the Bucks and Kenny in there. I thought that was really awesome. I got the Moxley and if you guys saw the um, the top five wrestling games of our time, you got to see the one I had with Moxley and Guile in there. So that one was, uh, I got that one. But this Akuma and Malachi Black one is my favorite. I'm not even wearing that until, I'm wearing that when I go to uh, New York Comic Con. I will not be wearing that until then. I'm saving that for New York Comic Con. So I'm, I'm looking forward to that. So, all right, let's move on to what else has been announced here. And I'm extremely happy about this because Horizon uh, has a, you know, continuing the VR announcements. There's a new Horizon game coming out for VR and it's the Call of the Mountains um, that will give you the same experience that you had for Horizon Forbidden West in VR form. Now, this is awesome. It looks great. But one, again, I'm not a fan of VR. Two, I found it funny that you're you're using these floating hands with no bodies attached to them, just being able to climb walls and use the bow and all this stuff. So that's the VR experience that you have. I That to me is kind of lame. I, I really, I don't like that. Because if you're doing a VR thing and you're doing first person, my idea is like, all right, if this is going to be a VR first person experience, why does the arms have to be separate from the body? That to me, you know, it suspends my, it, it doesn't suspend my disbelief here. And I, I you know, I, I really would have liked that they would have gave you the first person feel and look to it where you can see the actual arms and hands like you would any first person shooter game rather than these floating hands that are just completely cut off from the body you know 
other than that it looks great i don't know it is it's it's i guess it is what it is for you vr fans you can have that but for me i was very happy of the other news for horizon for bitten west and the we got a major update and which includes new game plus here i was really excited about this um horizon for bitten west and by the way it's available now it immediately the, the minute that they announced it it was already ready for upload and i uploaded it i i'm ready i actually am ready to go play that game again um there they added a performance mode to it uh transmog a way to reset skills ultra hard difficulty level new game plus has been added to it which everybody wanted trophies and much more the update will also uh add a new herbalist vendor and improve uh temporal anti uh, uh aliasing in there as well and it's all available right now if you own horizon forbidden west and they said more to come so i'm hoping that a expansion story will be coming out for this as well i'm looking forward to that like they did with uh forbidden frost i think that was what it was called <laughs> um i forgot i think that was what it called don't quote me on it because i didn't i never i've not played that expansion still to this day yet i was just in the midst of about to play it and then forbidden west came out and i was all glued to that so um the callisto protocols looks insane this is a game that they uh premiered and my god i you know a lot of you know quite a few people watching this have said that they thought this was dead space it is it gives you it very much gives you dead space vibes but i think they're taking it up a little bit further this thing looks creepy as hell i think this is going to be an awesome game but i this is going to be a game i am not even going to be having it you already talked about i'm not playing you know survival horror games dead space was kind of on that realm and then this looks like it's taking it further they just just one scene in the trailer where an alien like just obliterates this dude's head in the most awful way i knew i'm done i'm cool but for you fans of this genre it's coming out december 2nd 2022 so we got your release date for that happy for you go at it um here's something i am very much like the cat person in me cannot deny this i will absolutely be looking forward to getting this stray we've seen this before premiered and uh you know talked about that it was coming it is absolutely coming we get a release date alongside an announcement that it will be free for playstation plus um extra and premium members as well so maybe i should just go and you know resubscribe or just get the game in general whatever <laughs> but nonetheless stray looks awesome it just you're playing a a an adorable butterscotch tabby cat not just any cat a butterscotch tabby that is the breed that they are using i noticed because i used to own a butterscotch tabby as well you see a lot of these cats morris the cat for those who are old enough to remember the nine lives commercials out there he's kind of in that realm i yeah, honestly i like that they're using a butterscotch tabby for a cat but honestly it would be really cool if they let you customize your breed of cat because i got a cat just in the other room right now that is just as adorable so if i can be able to play my cat and put it in there that would be dope that would be so dope but i i dig this cat looks awesome but now it's it's really cool and he he's 
it's this cat that's going in these adventures in the future or whatever like that. they don't give too much detail as to what the premise of this game is about but giving what you saw from the minute and 34 uh um minute and 34 second trailer it looks like he's going in for a really interesting adventure think cyberpunk meets Kea the movie keanu <laughs> with jordan and, uh you know jordan pill and uh keegan michael key with the cat think that and 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 put them in a cyberpunk type of element this is what you're getting from stray so uh it will be released next month on the 19th 2022 so i am looking very much forward to checking out this game i'm excited i'm definitely jumping on it every cat owner should jump in this game as well um pc fans will be incredibly happy i'm a little bit afraid of this i'm so afraid of this because of the godlike capabilities of the pc realm marvel spider-man remastered and spider-man miles morales will be coming to pc into in august to uh, august 12 2022 this coming later this year for pc owners i'm very much afraid because you know once it goes into pc what you can see will not be unseen and they're gonna mod the living hell out of this game this awesome oh you know what that actually might not be a bad thing you know why i think this might not be a bad thing if you guys recall you guys recall a while back when the remaster came out there was a bit of controversy because they changed the face of the the, the model of what peter parker looked like and now they gave us this new face which to myself and a lot of people feel like it doesn't match to yuri lawenthal's actual voice still i i i, I love this i love all the spider-man games but i prefer the playstation 4 version because of the fact that it has the original look and that that model that they use to motion cap you know uh yuri laurenthal's performance it looked and played perfectly to that and this new one it just didn't it's, it's still weird to me it's still weird to me i don't know maybe they just changed you know it's funny because somebody actually i remember somebody actually went online on twitter and they modified that the the new model with a few more features that could have made him look a little better so i think this in this case may actually help this situation better with uh with that because somebody can easily go in and you know say okay they could they're gonna do i can see modders doing two things one they could give us the original face of the character from that and it, you know if that, if that happens that's gonna be trouble for playstation and insomniac games because they claimed that the reason why that they had to change the face and the look was because that they couldn't adapt the look to the new to the new uh schematics and the new system uh for some reason it just wasn't working out but if somebody's able to accomplish that on the pc there's going to be a lot of questions to insomniac games and what really is the reason as to why they made the change i still don't believe that i i still find it hard to believe that they couldn't accomplish what they claimed that they couldn't accomplish on air i think there was something else to that i, I mean that could be just my conspiracy theory 
the conspiracy i'm sorry the conspiracy theorist in me but it just seems so weird so they could do that or they can modify his face to look more like a more aged peter parker that will match up to more yuri lowenthal's performances as well so we'll see but either way you will get your chance at godhood when it comes to the pc on august 12 2022 so help us all <laughs> and god knows what else they're gonna do on air hell they'll probably put william defoe's face on peter as peter parker on air. <laughs> let me stop giving ideas so no man's sky will fly its way on the piece uh, playstation vr as well uh coming soon no release date has been announced for that um a really really interesting game that uh they've talked about before is coming as well they give a release date to that just said it's coming later on in 2022 actually fall of 2022 but they call it autumn to play on the feel of the actual game uh season a letter to the future uh gave a release date on there so it is coming not necessarily a release date but it's coming uh third quarter of the year this year this is a really interesting game i may actually jump on this it involves a character who is black and it looks like the whole thing the whole premise is going to be um you know black and you got this character that is um you know takes place in a village um which is safe from all of whatever hell is going on over in there and you know they call it the turmoil of changing uh of changing and a woman named estelle decides to go on an adventure and in a journey to explore the world in the brink of all this change uh you know the gameplay is very exploration and it looks like it's going to be recording a lot of events that this uh character is going to going to you know experience meeting people unraveling uh new things as you go on hasn't not too much has been shown but it looks looks very interesting looks like there's going to be a message within this so i'm really intrigued by this game and we'll be able to it's, it's very open world as well and not only is it open world but the art style very much like zelda breath of the wild uh it, right down to this to the shadowing the lighting the kind of cell shaded look if you will very much in that adapt in an adaption um just different you know, like you i mean you have an actual black character that is the main protagonist of this and other black characters that has been shown on here as well so um i i'm very interested in learning more about this game who created it the designers everything i i need to look into this very much because this is uh quite intriguing to say the least but it is coming out fall of 2002 this year so get ready for that it looks like it's going to be very good and probably award-winning at that so we also got the walking dead saints and sinners chapter 2 uh, retribution announced for playstation vr it's coming out in late 2022 sounds like fourth quarter as well uh internites is a dating action game set in the apocalypse as as said in ign here um looks very interesting this game kind of gave me vibes of games that you would see from platinum games so i is i am intrigued the fact that this is kind of a you know dungeon crawling and dating type of game combined it's very interesting so it's coming out for the playstation 5 and playstation 4 early 2023 uh looks very you know quirky japanese quirky style that you all know and love you know 
great beautiful anime style especially so that really brought me in so i'm looking forward to that when it comes out on um probably i guarantee maybe january february i'm predicting uh that's when it's probably gonna arrive um a futuristic skater shooter called roller dome this thing looks awesome this game looks absolutely awesome we're expected to see this on the playstation 4 or playstation 5 this fall from the people who brought you oli oli world it looks very much like that but actually if you if you're fans like me who used to watch the um old mtv animated uh show called liquid television this kind of looks like that kind of eon flux vibes to me with this so it kind of has this roller derby slash you know blood sport type of aspect to it and it looks really interesting you got this character another again another black character that it looks like a starring but you're rolling you're like literally rolling around this dome and doing all these really cool you know uh tony hawk pro skater like you know moves but also you're shooting and aiming guns and rocket launchers and grenade launchers at people and your targets and everything it looks really dope so this is going to be interesting it's set in the year 2030 so god hope that it you know things don't look like that in actual 2030 when that arrives um but it looks pretty awesome and uh looks like we're getting this coming out this fall as well so stay tuned for that uh the game tunic jumps to playstation this september as well we got a chance to see this zelda legend of zelda inspired game before and uh we're getting it for the playstation 5 and playstation 4 of september 27 2022 that ladies and gentlemen and folks is all of the games that was announced uh in this ver in this uh, edition of state of play really really strong showing this time around like i said sony state of plays have been known to be flat at times not this time this is one of the biggest ones this is the ones that they were waiting to show i still miss the live presentations if you will uh i know that the ceo and presidents of all have have spoken out about how strenuous and stressful that is even reggie has said how you know stressful that is but it is a big deal to have that large crowd you know there as well but times are changing they're moving on to digital format they've seen how successful it was for nintendo to do it so now they're doing it and you know it it looks like this is what it's going to be now it's a shame because i miss the live i, I got a feeling years from now we're going to go back to this the live crowds and the presentations and you know who's the best in show type of thing um, I know this is way less cost effective doing it this way. Way, 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 way less cost effective doing it this way. But damn it, this is what made E3 so exciting. Uh, it, it just was. But look, again, very strong showing for uh, PlayStation. We actually got some release dates. Um, honestly, overall, if I'm going to grade this presentation, credit to them, I'll give them a strong, I give them a strong A not an a plus but a, a solid a for this i i thought the games that were announced were great i thought that the uh there were some release dates that were actually mentioned final fantasy looks very promising uh the fact that we get the uh horizon forbidden west stuff the street fighter announcement was actually awesome as well and we got to look at that so you know kudos to them they they got a stronger showing let's just make sure that these release dates happen 
uh, and, you know, make it happen for there. So that is it, folks. That will do it for this edition of Select Start. I hope you guys enjoyed this. Um, this Sunday, this is going to be interesting. Like I said, the, the boys premieres today, the new season premieres today. There's going to be a lot to talk about with the, I don't know how many episodes is airing today, but we'll be talking about that. Um, I was going to make that the main actual, the main show we're going to change up. But before I even talk about that next week, I am going to be reviewing token Rambo warriors for those who are anticipating the upcoming, uh, fire emblem warriors Two that is scheduled to come out at the end of this month. If you are itching for some dynasty warrior like esque type of gameplay, there's something that you can play right before that, that is going to give you just as you know, fun of an experience as you would expect for the upcoming Fire Emblem series. Um, Token Rambo Warriors is a game based on, I believe, a mobile game. And now they just, you know, revamped it onto and transitioned it into a Warriors type of game. I think there's going to be a reason why you may want to check this one out even before, you know, Fire Emblem Warriors 2 comes out as well. So um, I'll be reviewing that. I'm currently playing that right now. There's other games I'm going to be reviewing too. I may actually talk about Rocky and Pocky as well next week, even before I give this a thorough review, because, you know, if you're right now, it's out in Japan. I, it's been said it's going to be scheduled to come out for uh, the States. I don't know because the entire game is in English, but we've seen games that have been in Japan before, especially from Bandai Namco, that is not seeing the light of day in the States. And I'm talking about the common writer games that are in complete English and sold in other regions as well. So uh, I'll give, I'll talk about that maybe next week as well. But like I said, I thought I was going to talk about the boys as the main talk topic, but there's something way more important that needs to be talked about. I don't know how in what I'm going to, how I'm going to talk about it, how I'm going to present it. I may just come out as a rant. I may just be written. I don't know, but it needs to be talked about because as fans, I think we take our fandom way too far. And I think there's some things that we need to separate when it comes to our fandoms. And this is in light of the recent situation with the Obi-Wan Kenobi situation with Moses and the uncalled for actions by certain people. I'm not going to call them fans. I'm going to call them certain people that have gone so far as to have these malicious and racist, you know, text and DMs that they've been given. It's like, it's just not even called for. I'm going to focus on that. I'm going to talk about that. I'm going to talk about why we as people, not just fans, but as people and everything that's going on in this climate is we need to just take it back. I'm not going to go deep on it right now because it's too deep to go into just a few seconds, but that is going to be the talk topic in which I'm entitling fan friction. Um, it needs to be said, I don't know to what it, and I'm going to say it or whatever, but it needs to be said. So well, that's going to be the talk topic of this week. Where's going to be other news? Of course, there's a lot of news that's going to be talked about. Um, you know, new trailers, new announcements, all this stuff we're going to do and what's new. But that to me, I think this needs to be the biggest focus right now because it just needs not, it needs not to happen. It, it just never needs to go that far. So 
stay tuned for that and much, much more. So again, if you like this, thank you to all of our new listeners on the show. If you like this episode and every episode, you can check us out on TalkTimeLive.com. Lots of content there, not only just our audio episodes, but video interviews, uh, blog contents. A new blog entry will be coming soon. A new unbox will be coming soon. If FedEx brings things in properly today of all days. So, well, either way, it's coming. Let's just say that. So a new unbox, uh, ex- you know, exclusive will be coming on the blog page of TalkTimeLive.com. Uh, so much content, so many you know, exclusive video interviews, uh, panels that I did with Repop. They're all on there. You go out of your way to check it out there as well. If you want to subscribe and download, we are everywhere where podcasts are played, including Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Podbean, TuneIn, Audible, Fountain, you name it, we're there. Go out of your way, check it out, support us, subscribe, and keep us going. Thank you guys so very much for always being a part of the show. And that'll do it for this edition of Select Start. So on behalf of myself, this is Dak Xavier Josiah saying, learn to let go, live life, and love all things anime, comics, movies, and games. This is ACMG Presents Talk Time Live. I am out here. Take care and have a great and safe day, people. Music for this episode is provided by Game Chops. Check out these great chiptune tracks and more at music.gamechops.com.